Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive. And together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Alright, we started talking about, what was our topic? What was our topic? Look at your notes, it's fine. What was our topic? Thought patterns for what? A successful life. I want to hear you talk. What, are, what was our topic? Thought what? Pattern or patterns? Patterns. Thought patterns for a successful life. And we were looking at a specific animal. What animal is that? The auntie? Ant. Okay, I thought you said auntie. <laughs> We're not looking at your auntie. <laughs> We're looking at what? Ants. And we talked about five thought patterns of the ants. What was the first one? If you have your notes, if you were here on Sunday, raise your hand first. If you were here on Sunday, you were present on Sunday. Okay. If you wrote down, raise your hand. You wrote down. Okay. If you can read what you wrote, raise your hand. Okay. If you can see what you wrote, raise your hand. Okay. So read what you wrote on Sunday for number one. What's number one? Internal motivation. Thank you. Number two. Number two. A sense of personal responsibility or she gathers her supplies when needed. Number three. Understanding times and seasons. It looks like these people were more in church than these people. What's happening? Is your notes up to date? Alright. All of you here, are your notes up to date? Are you just writing? Okay. Number four. Number four, let me hear you again. Understanding what to do in every season. Some of you just add the season and then you catch up. Number five, futuristic work, thinking or planning. Or somebody wrote planning for what? For the future. So if your note is not up to date, make sure you do that. Now, now we continue with number six. Well, thank you. That's very perfect. That's, that's excellent. What's our scripture again? What's the scripture we're studying from in Proverbs? Proverbs chapter what? And verse what? Sorry? Proverbs chapter six and verse what? And verse 6 to 8. Did you say 6 to 3? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Proverbs chapter 6. Okay, verse 6 to 3. Can we read it? Did you come with your Bible? Let's read it. Um, Go to the arms, O sluggard. What did we say the word sluggard would represent in today's English? Lazy. Ask your neighbor, are you lazy? What was your reply? 
Huh? Somebody said yes. No, 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 don't be in a hurry. Somebody said yes. Okay, who said yes? Alright, let's go on. It says, observe her ways and be wise. Now, I said in the introduction of the message that there are certain animals that God deprived of wisdom that we cannot learn from them, right? And I talked about a particular animal in Job. What was that animal? The ostrich. And we said that was in Job chapter what? Look at your notes. Job chapter what? 29. Job? 39? Verse what? 13 to 17. You're correct. Now, we, so we read about the ants. Let's, let's read again. Quit having no chief, officer, or ruler. Has no chief, he has no officer, has no ruler. You know, people, sometimes people are quick to say what they don't have. Ah, I don't have anybody to help me. They are quick to say that. If you don't have anybody to help you, don't you have yourself? Don't you have the Holy Spirit? You see, playing victim will never get you anywhere. Did you understand that? Playing victim in life. You know, some people, when they go to where they see wealthy people, they will sit in a certain way so that they will ask them what is wrong with you. Huh? People just look for ways to feel lonely. Status, self-care. I want to look after myself. Just generate sympathy. <laughs> You're a child of God. You're born a king. The Holy Ghost is on the inside of you. God lives in you. You're the temple of the living God. These words should make you excited. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now it says, verse what? Verse 8. Prepares her food in the summer and gathers her provision where? In the harvest. Okay, so number 6. Teamwork and ability to work with others. The ants, they work in what they call in building the ant colonies. So there are, I'll talk about that in, in the seventh point, but just write this down. Teamwork and the ability to work with others. An ant work in building colonies, knowing their strengths and abilities and where they can function. They set goals and they work together to achieve it. How many of you have observed the ants when they are carrying uh, maybe sugar or a piece of food? You see two, three of them lying up trying to push something. Have you ever, I know some of us are too in a hurry to kill them. We don't even observe them. We don't give them time to say their last prayers. Right? But have you, how many of you have observed that? They work together. Listen very carefully to this. Don't miss it. Your ability to be successful in this world, on this earth realm, is tied to your ability to work with other people. If you don't know how to work with other people, you would not be successful. In your job, everybody on your team will not be like you. Everybody will not be from your village. You know, there are people, when they get into a place, they are quick to isolate themselves. So, for instance, they get into a place. They just size up everybody. They discover everybody is physically wealthy. And I'm learning to use that word now. Financially wealthy because 
There are several dimensions of wealth, okay? Now, they discover everybody is financially wealthy. They are quick to say, we the poor people. Did they ask you to introduce yourself like that? Have, have you found something like that? They are quick to just, oh, they are there, I'm here. Some people is their tribe. They walk into a place, they see everybody's from a certain tribe. They are quickly to say, oh, we are from the minority tribe. You know, don't always give yourself a reason why you cannot walk along with other people. See, if everybody was like you, the world would be a dull place. How many of you agree? You don't? How many of you agree? Do you think if everybody was like you, the, you know, I think, you know, people actually think that if everybody was like them, the world would be a fantastic place. How many of you can imagine a world without women? Will it be, will it be successful? <laughs> I know some guys are saying, yes, sir. <laughs> Especially those that have been troubled. But it's not true. You know how all our food will look like? How many of you think a world without women, our rice would look like something, something? Hmm? And then we'll not be able to reproduce ourselves. So we'll all just die until the last man dies. So, so you see, diversity is important. Learn the ability. An industrialist said, I will pay any amount for the man who knows how to work with others. In your workplace, your success is tied to your ability to work in a team. Some people can't function in a team. Immediately, they don't take your advice. You are finished. You, you are not happy anymore. Immediately, they correct you. Oh, they don't like me. You always want people to be like you. Praise God. Thought pattern. The, the thought pattern is, hey, I can walk with someone who is different from me. I'm very fast. This person is slow. I can slow my pace to walk along with them. And that's why you discover that most times in life, husbands and wives are different because you, you, you almost try to attract who you're not. Okay, so you have some men that are very fast, their wives are slow. Some women are fast, the men are slow. And from the outside, you see like frustration, but that's what keeps the balance. Because if everybody was fast like the man, uh, sometimes the children are different. You must learn to work with people who are different. In the office, your, your staff will be different. Your boss will be different. You might have a boss who thinks in a certain way, works in a certain way. Another boss will come. Don't just say, hey, I can't work with this one. It will shut down your brain. Learn to adapt. There are bosses who demand perfection from you. Don't say, ah, you know, stretch. That's how you become successful. Are you following this now? Come on, I said, are you following this now? Ability to work with others. That's why most leaders must learn how to work with others. Learn to work in a team. Learn the value of teamwork. When you get into a team, learn how to be a team player in life. Don't get into a team and try to dominate everybody. Or don't get into a team and try to make the team like yourself. Contribute your quota and allow others to contribute their quota. That's how success is better. Imagine if I, didn't, if I don't know how to work with others, right? Church started by seven, um, six. I took the opening prayers. 
Then I sang. You don't want to hear me sing. But I sang. Alright? Then I preached. Then I collected the offering. Right? Then I went quickly. Sat on the front of the bus to drive you guys home. Then counted the offering. Then, do you understand that? That's how some of you are running life. You don't trust anybody. She says, well, I don't trust anybody but myself. Even yourself, you don't trust yourself. Sometimes you even wonder. Listen, there is a level of success you cannot get into until you learn to trust people. That's why most African companies, right, are the way they are. They would start a company, employ only their brothers and their sisters. Whether they are competent or not. Say, I don't trust anybody. I trust only my brother. And you know that fact that you trust your brother actually even makes your brother do things and then, and before you know, our companies cannot expand. Come and say, I'll learn to work with others. Say one more time. Say, I would learn to work in a team. Do you realize that Jesus showed us this in a very excellent way? He had 12 disciples who have 12 different characteristics. Two of them, they, they went to tell their mother, I said, the way we see Jesus, he's about to die and go into the kingdom. We need position. Eh? And trust mothers. You know, so mothers are very exciting. The mothers held, I can imagine those scenes. The mother, you know, the mother held the two uh, boys and came to Jesus. Say, Jesus, Jesus, excuse me. <laughs> and then, uh, Please, in your kingdom. So I don't have many things to ask. Just one thing. I want this, my child, to be at the right. He was, she was saying this in the presence of the other disciples. You know the head. You, you know that's the mother that comes. I don't care what people think. I just fight for my own. Say, so I want my child to be at the right and to be at the left. You can imagine. We are 12 disciples following one man. You have gone home to tell your mother to come and fight for position for you. Do you think the other disciples will be happy? Ha- knowing that these people were actually eyeing those two positions. Right and left. And those are the only two hands Jesus has. <laughs> so, so Jesus had to quickly teach them greatness. Because I'm sure some of them will, will kill you before Jesus dies. That position you will not enter. Then we had Peter. Who, you know... Met Jesus, you know, I don't have many questions, just a few questions. We have left everything to follow you. What are we actually so that we will know? Because in this life, you have to be focused. Right? And Jesus said, oh, you already said. He had Thomas who did not believe in the resurrection. Jesus spent the last part of his life teaching resurrection. Never be surprised if the church members you teach don't believe and act on what you heard. If they did it to Jesus, you are learning. Hmm? And they told Thomas, oh, the Lord appeared. He said, for where? Believing is seen. I'm not like you people. I've been deceived once, I will not be deceived again. Except I put my hands. That means he was even believing that Jesus would resurrect and those wounds will still be there. He wasn't believing that Jesus would resurrect and be healed. You know, literally, Jesus had to appear to him and say, Thomas, then he put his eyes. I said, Master, I believe Jesus. I said, relax. Blessed are those who see, who believe, and do not see. Are you following? Then he had Judas. We're talking about working in the team. He had Judas who, as messages was going on, the man was writing price tag. 
Saying was up quickly. Pharisees, he's still teaching. How much? 35,000 pieces of silver. No, 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 no. This is the original Jesus. It's not China. This is the one from heaven. Make it 32. <laughs> he said, no, 32 and a half. He said, I have family to feed. I know what I'm saying. To think to sell Jesus is easy. Try it. And then, all of that. Yeah? They get Jesus an offering. And Judah says, hey, why? Come on. It's like, you know, when they buy selling things for pastors, then you all just go, yeah, pastors, you know, type stuff. Right? Let what other people buy for their pastors not be a problem. Did they take money from you? You heard that they bought a car for pastor. You say, why are they buying a car? Did they take your money? Is it your church? Don't be concerned about other people's business. Buy a car for your pastor, then you can talk. Buy that type of car for me, then you can say, why did they buy for me? Well, don't talk about other pastors and what they do. That's, I mean, that's whatever. So, Judah said, Ah, they should have given it to the poor. When you hear that statement, he said, This man is concerned about the poor. The Bible wrote, the, he said, No, because he has the money bag and he takes from it. He said, This is, look at, look at, look at what we should have taken. And Jesus had all these people. But was Jesus successful in his mission? Why? He learned how to work with others. So not everybody in your team will be perfect. But you must learn. You must not learn to be like them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But you must learn to do what? To work with them. You can't change your boss. Learn to work with him. I can give you another example before we go on quickly. Remember David? He was with Saul. And Saul wanted to kill him. He learned to work with Saul. So you must learn. If you want to be successful in this life. Alright? Number seven. Know your strength and your purpose. Know your strength and your purpose. Now, in the ant colony, they have different kinds of ants. In the ant colony, they have different kinds of ants. There are, um, well, they call them castes, okay? But there are the ants that are the walkers. The walkers are wingless females. They don't reproduce. These ones don't reproduce. They just walk. They are like celibates. Hmm? Eunuchs. They don't give birth. Their purpose is just to work so they don't reproduce. They call the workers. Their primary job is to search for food and bring it to the nest. And their assignment is to feed the queen. Hmm? So that's their purpose in life, just to bring food and feed the queen. Amazing. Uh, they are responsible for washing and feeding the lava also. Then you have the queen. The queen's sole responsibility is the production of egg. So the queen doesn't work. I know someone who say, hi, I'm thinking I'm the queen. <laughs> okay, so the queen is just for reproduction. The workers don't reproduce, they bring food to feed the queen so that the queen can reproduce. And in the process of the queen reproducing, hopefully she'll reproduce more workers. <laughs> okay, so the queen is solely uh, responsible for what? For egg production. Now, some colonies have what you call super colonies where you study the ant kingdom, and those super colonies consist of more than one queen, so you could have several queen, 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 queens. All right. Then you have some are the males, and their only purpose is to fertilize the queen's egg. So you've got three categories. You've got the workers, you've got the queens, you've got the male. All right? So the workers bring food for the queen. The queen is to reproduce. The male is to fertilize the egg. They don't do New Year resolutions and change their purpose. They don't say, I'm tired of being a worker. 
You just sit there and you are just eating and eating. We will go to the kitchen and bring food. You only just to eat. I want to sit and eat. So you No. Know your strength. Know your purpose. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We live in a world that copies others. Know your strength. Learn to know that, hey, these are my boundaries in life. This is what I can do. This is my strength. Know it. This, within my ability, I will maximize my potential. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. That's my strength. I'm a pastor. That's my purpose. So I pour my life into my purpose. Stop trying to become who you are not. You were not built that way. If the one who wants to, uh, the worker who wants to become a queen does not have the capacity. Some of you are stretching yourself for things you don't have the capacity. It is not failure to say, you know what? I was not built for this. It will conserve your strength. Praise God. Are you here? It will conserve your strength. Sometimes, it's even in the courses you study. Some of you go and study courses you are not built for. You don't like maths, but you want to be an engineer because you just feel that once you're an engineer, they'll pay you one million in a year. And you are struggling to understand maths. Struggling. Meanwhile, if you go and study something, you know, I mean, it was the experience I had. I mean, my admission to school was, I, I was in the first batch for accounting. You know, my mom wanted me to be an accountant. You know, bankers then, you know, suit, tie. We said they were the future of the world. Then I saw, <laughs> stayed in the first accounting class, and I saw debit and credit. Everybody else's own was balanced. My own wasn't balanced. I don't know where the problem I just told myself, I can't spend four years of my life in this frustration. That's how I changed. I changed my subject. I went to social studies education. And I did very well because I love, I love nations, I love places, I love people, I love culture. So, I mean, I'm reading about culture, I'm reading about, you know, the Fulani invasion and all of that. I'm just so intrigued by the story. And I just like to read straight without calculating, calculating anything. Just flip the book and read and read and read. Sat in chemistry exams, saw 30 questions, knew only, only one, and that one I was not sure. <laughs> told myself that's the last day I stayed in this class. Yeah, Mr. Gaga, where are you going? I said, I've dropped the subject. What did I pick up? Commerce. Just enjoy. Dude, you were built for that. I'm not, it's not that I'm dull. I'm not just bright in that area. A fish is not dull. A fish expertise shows in water, not on the land. An elephant expertise shows on the land, not on water. Some of you are in the wrong places. You are struggling. Hmm? And that's why as parents, you've got to guide your children where their potentials are. Don't force your child to become, a, 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 it's like you, you tell me to go and study medicine. You would have killed me before you would go for the course. Because I can't stand the sight of blood. I don't like to see blood. I don't like injury. You know, there are people who when they walk, they hit everywhere. They injure. Have you seen people like that? They were walking from parlor to the room. They would hit their leg. Those things hardly happen to me. I'm very cautious. I don't rush. Because I hate pain. And then you now say, I should go out and now be a medical doctor and now stay with women that are giving birth. I said, why for that? 
Okay? And there are some people who want, I mean, 10,000 liters of blood. They are there. They will help you pack it. They will help you fold it back and put it neatly. Nothing will happen to them. Go straight to medicine. You don't even need to write down. You are wired for that. So find your strength. Find what? Your strength. Come on, are you hearing what I'm telling you? It will make life easy for you. When you find your strength, it will almost be like you're not working. It's not about where the money is. Where your strength is, if you develop that, the money would look for you there. Are you following what I'm saying? Find your strengths. What are you good at? What are the natural passions that God has put in your heart? What are the natural abilities that God has given to you? Develop that. Deploy that. Don't throw it away because this is what people are doing. The ant, the wisdom of the ant, the thought pattern of the ant is that the queen remains the queen, the male remains the male, the workers remain the workers, and everybody gets their job done. Some of you are married to women who are very financially wise. Why don't you commit the economic management of the home to them? Hmm? Some of you married men that are prudent in certain areas. Work on your strength. Don't try to. You were already born with the DNA of success on the inside of you. And when you became born again, the Holy Ghost will, 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 will breed on those things, will breed on those abilities. Some people are very academic in their thinking. Alright? Invest that. Go to school. We need more lecturers in the university. Everybody must not become an entrepreneur. We need more teachers. Some of you are born to be teachers. You just like teaching. If I probably, if I most likely wasn't a pastor, I'd be a lecturer or a teacher. There's no other... I like to teach. I love to teach. I like to teach. I just like to teach. Not small children, though. Because I don't have self-control for that age. I'm teaching, and then you move around once, I look at you. You move around the second time, I'll slap at you. And then you, you move around the third time, I'll kick at you. I you know if I do that, how many times? I won't have a job, right? Every time they just try, what made you to leave your last school? Say, I beat one child. Say, no, we don't have space for you. So, even in your strength, you've got to find where it works. And then there are people who love to teach children. Right? They will sit on the floor. They will, you know, one of the things, I love kids, but one of the things with me with children is, they don't understand time management. You know, if you are playing with a child, it's fine. Then you now say, okay, it's okay. I want to go and read. They will start crying. Ah, now, it's okay. They, so, and then, you know, but there are some people, mature men, they'll play with children. They will dance on the floor. They will do like this. They will grab your ear. And I'm like, are you serious? I mean, to me, you look and see, I'm like, do you have a purpose in life? But they were built that way. And you know, children like them. Children. <laughs> you know, children. <laughs> it was only funny. I, I, I went out and I came in. And I think I was watching TV. They were watching something with the moon. And it was time for them to sleep. They just keep watching. So immediately I opened the door. You know, I heard boom. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the parlor was empty. I knew these guys had the the race. He, he was. He, he, well, I never knew they could run that fast, but they made it to the bed on time. Do you understand? That's what the scripture says when it says, "I'll cause your fear to go before you." 
That means before you arrive, something has told them, danger, danger, save yourself. Alright? But you know, if you have that kind of attitude in the class, the children won't learn, right? So, you were built for something. You were designed for something. Find your strength. This is the year to maximize your strength. Whatever you don't have the strength for, if you develop your strength strong enough, you'll be able to pay for those areas you don't have the strength for. So I don't have the strength for, let's say I don't have the strength for media. It's not my, my thing. But if I preach good enough, and I teach people well enough, and they are blessed, what's going to happen? And they give offerings good enough also. What's going to happen? We can actually hire a media person. So you don't have to try to become who you are not. It will frustrate you because you were not built that way. Did you learn anything from there? Number eight. Life in an ant colony is very organized. Life in an ant colony is very organized. So each member has a job to do from laying eggs to building nest, to gathering food, like we explained. What is the thought pattern of somebody who wants to be successful? Come on, everybody say loud and clear, organization. Learn to be organized. Now, it's, it's, it's amazing because there are people who naturally are organized. They, they are naturally very, I'll use the word neat, organized. There are people who, you know, if you go to their room, you will see, even if they put their photographs, they will put the photographs from when they were 8 years old, you know, then they were 10. You will see the photograph arranged. Even without looking at, asking them, you can tell their life story. You know, then probably when their father died, around their father they will put a flower, you just know that this guy is no more. You know, it's just organized. Very, and there are some people, <laughs> even they are looking for what they arranged. They say, I've arranged this place, but I'm looking for this. <laughs> One bishop used to call it, call it scattered arrangements. Alright? It's like you tell your kids, go and arrange the house or the room. You know, when you tell children, go and arrange the room, the idea they have is hide everything. So they just, they just look at where it's scattered and put it under the bed. You know, and then, you know, so... But you've got to bring organization. If you want to be successful, you have to be organized. You, there is a level of success you cannot get into if you're not organized. And there are several areas of your life you need to organize. I'll just go quickly over this. Number one, your spiritual life. You can't leave your spiritual life disorganized and expect to be fruitful. When do you pray? When do you study the word? When do you take your confession? Organization is not legalism. It is wisdom. Build a system around it. Okay? So I'll go over this quickly. Spiritual life. I think we have a message on order and systems. How many of you remember that message? Order and systems. So go back and listen to it. Okay? That's a full teaching on this. Build systems into your life. When do you read? What books are you reading this month? What knowledge area do you want to increase in? Organize your relationships. Who are your top three friends? Who do you want to invest in this year? Who do you want to disassociate from? What is the level of the relationship? What information can you share with a friend? You don't just talk to everybody, talk about everything. What can you communicate? Who is your mentor? Who is a mentor to you? Who is a coach? Who would you take counsel from before you make decisions? This is organization where relationship is concerned. 
What is my relationship with this person? Is it defined? Because an undefined relationship would breed unmet expectations. Write that down. An undefined relationship would breed what? Unmet expectations. There will be expectations. I expect this person to do this. I expect this person to do this. But have you defined the relationship that this is what I'm expecting this person to do? Has it been defined? So you bring organization into what? Your spiritual life, your relationship life, praise God. Then your financial life. Did you get that down? What was that? What did I say? And an undefined relationship will do what? Would breed what? Unmet expectations. Did you get that down? Yeah, it's very important. Just got that off my spirit, so very important. So that your, your expectation for any relationship is defined. Okay? Then, your financial life. Bring organization into it. If I ask every one of us today, how much did you have last year? How many people, raise your hands? How many people would be able to say in exact terms, this is how much came into my life? This is how much I spent? This is how much I gave? This is how much I... You know, so people just... The only statement that comes out from their life, from their mouth... Whenever month ends, I don't know where the money goes. Have you heard that? Have you heard that phrase? Eh? You are not here. Have you traveled? Have you heard that phrase? I don't know where the money goes. Eh? <laughs> no budget. Do you realize that right from secondary school, they have been teaching us? Skill of preference, skill of preference, skill of preference. We learnt it and forgot it and did not apply it. And we still don't have a skill of preference. What do you want to buy this year? What's important? What's your budget? Hmm? Some of you will go to the shopping mall without a list. It's risky. It might look foolish to look at what you wrote. But in that foolishness is wisdom manifested. Don't just swipe your card. Have a budget. Even when giving to people, have a budget. We see, when people know that you have a budget, when they are even asking you, they would know how to ask you. You are not Jehovah Jireh, urgent 2K, urgent 2K, you have transferred, transferred, transferred until the money is gone. What are you giving to your parents? What are you giving to your friends? What are you giving to the church? What are you giving to whatever? Pay your bills, your electrical bills, your whatever bills you have. November, you knew your children will resume in January. Yes, you went to buy uh, Ashwabi for December wedding. You know, life is very simple. When we're doing a uh, wedding, they say, what is the color? We say, bring the color you have. Because we knew that nobody in this world can force us to buy color. All our friends just knew us. Once they invite us, they say, we know you people, we know you, we are, we are using bond green, but you can come with any, because the issue is, when you say bond green, I show you all the green I have, you say, is anyone bond here? They say, no, I say, so that just happened. There's no, it's not, it isn't fun, it's nice, you know, you appear well in picture, it's colorful, but you can still do without that color. Huh? To borrow money, borrowing money to buy shirts to attend the wedding is never wisdom. 
You borrowed money to buy a shirt to go for a wedding, and you have several shirts that are not worn. And you know immediately, especially for our beautiful ladies, immediately you wear one shirt to a wedding. You know you can't wear that shirt again. Because maybe you ah, it is not there. This person's wedding shirt. Say, ah, say no, can't use it, and it's gone. They've labeled it. You can't use that again. And they always come up with wonderful colors: turquoise green, brown tortoise. <laughs> Where do you guys get all these colors? Sweet indigo. I mean, you look at the color and it looks like chocolate name. Alright? So there are things you need to prioritize the tithes, the offerings. Another thing you need to budget this year the recharge card. Yeah? Some of you are owing MTN. That's a word of knowledge. Is a word of knowledge or a word from knowledge? Some of you have borrowed and borrowed until they send you a text. You, the ones you borrowed, you haven't paid. Owing a whole institution, how great is your faith? Hmm? Your recharge card, how much do you want to recharge in a month? Your feeding. Sometimes you don't have to eat as you are hungry. You eat as you are able. Hmm? So you, you buy one lap of chicken. Just say, what is it? What is it? Bring it. And then you eat it. <laughs> no, there are days that will come. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't joke with budgeting your finances. Poverty is not a good thing. I'm telling you. Poverty is not to, to, to be at home. You just realize landlord will soon come. Children's school has not paid. It's not a good place to be in. Don't put yourself there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I've, I've told you several times, don't be indebted. There are a lot of debt facilities coming on right now. Text message. You can borrow, borrow quickly. Eh? Then they now spread your picture all over the place. Don't spoil your name at an early age. You have a future to, 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 to build. Sports betting, you know, is not part of financial organization. Mm-hmm. Because everywhere you turn now, it's either betting or loans. And that's what hinders people. So don't do that. And if you have loans, you prioritize that. You prioritize the payment of your loan. The scripture says, the wicked borrow it and pay it not. You are not wicked. You are a child of God. Alright? So, I taught something here uh, a couple of years ago. And some people practice it and it, it works for them. Because it will work into the word of God. If you're owing anybody, approach them after today's message. Tell them, hey, I, I know I'm owing you. I've not been able to pay. You know, ask them for a structure. Don't run away from your debtors. And that singular act, a brother was forgiven over 200000 Now, don't do it because you think you'll be forgiven. Do it because you want to pay back and allow the Holy Ghost to lead them wherever they want to. If anybody, if you're owing anybody, don't pray that they forget. Don't, don't pray that prayer. It's witchcraft. Alright? People have worked hard and they trusted you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? People trusted you when you were in need. The wise thing a child of God should do is seek to do what? Pay back. You prioritize that. You organize your financial life. Your career. Put some organization into your career. Where do you want to be in the next 10 years? Are you, are you seeking to become a human resource expert? What courses do you need to take? Are you seeking to become a certified engineer? Are you a member of the Engineering Council? Are there associations uh, related to your field that you need to be part of? Are there membership organizations? Are there professional organizations? For instance, you say, I'm um, what? Uh, how do I put it now? 
I'm not talking about these local organizations so where you can join them. You know, in Nigeria, everybody has organizations. Say this is Pepper Sellers Association of Boni. That's not what I'm talking about. You can be part of that if that's what you do. I'm talking about professional associations. For instance, you're an accountant. Are you a member of the ICANN? Can you say that as a goal? You are an administrator. Are you a member of the Chartered Institute of Administrators? You are a management personnel. Are you a member of the personnel management association? You, you've got to find out in your career, what is the path? What do I need to do? Are there more certifications I can take? Can I become better? Organize it. Don't just, you know, plunge ahead and not think of the future. Alright, so let's leave that point. But get that message, order and systems, and let's move on. The next one is that the ants are very industrious. The ants have an innate industri um, in, um, industriousness in them. They are very industrious. Their entire life, which can range up to seven years, is spent working. They work. That's why the Lord printed them as a symbol of what? Of hard work. They work. Can you imagine? It was when I was reading about the ants, I realized that the, the longest they can live is about seven to eight years. Can you imagine that if the ant is praying for a long life, it's praying for eight years? <laughs> if the ant is confessing Psalm 91, eight years, that's short. But that eight years is spent working. Is it have a sense of industry? There, and, and let me tell you this train yourself to love work. Don't, you know, there are people who run from work. Once they see, <laughs> once they see there's work in that angle, they will take off, run to this side. Learn to love work. Embrace it. It's not a curse. Be a hard worker. Don't be somebody they need to always encourage to work. Have industry. You cannot be successful if you are lazy. Unfortunately, we're having some lazy guys grow up now. You see a, a, a home, the husband will say, Oh, I have not gotten a job in the last three years. Huh? And here is this dear woman in the house. She will go to the market to sell. She would come back. Huh? She will go and walk in the evening. You are at home. Then they ask you, What are you doing? He say, I've submitted my application. Is that work? Let me tell you. I warn you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Never marry a lazy man. You would regret. They would always have excuses. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And laziness starts from when you observe them during courtship. Oh, I'm waiting for a job. What are you doing now? He said, I've, I've sowed seed. Hmm? Yeah, some of you, when you are falling madly in love, you see that word, madly in love. They say, I'm just supporting him. He has very good vision. He know that things are not working well. What is he working in the things that are not working well? Every man should not be ashamed to do a legitimate job if he can feed him. The Bible says if a man cannot provide for, me, for his house, he's worse than an infidel. That means the Bible expects that a man should provide for the house. If that would mean digging gutters, you dig gutters. If that would mean putting the pepper on your head, you put, you can't say a whole meal, there's no a whole you, there's no a whole provision. You can't have pride and poverty at the same time. It will destroy you. You there's no you are not able to feed your family, you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing all the spiritual things. What natural thing is God going to bless? 
There must be a natural action. Praise God. So, have industry. As a woman, it's the same thing. Don't just sit down and say, oh, my husband is looking for something. We don't have something to do. Find something to do. Go to the market. Find if you can grind. Buy a grinding machine. Do something. Learn industry. Is there something the whole of your family can do together? Get it done. There's nothing like teaching your children the dignity of labor from an early age. Don't be an example of laziness and indolence to your children. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you finish praying, go and walk. Even if you decide to do 40 day fast to break the yoke, after by the 41st day, go get a job. Go look for something. Go to the site. Hmm? And do something. That's why we have internet fraud increasing because people just want to get on people's money without putting effort. All that people are developing software, you are developing stealing, stealing ways. Come on, say I'll work hard. I didn't hear you. Say it one more time, say I'll work hard. have industry about yourself. When you appear in your job, appear like someone who is ready to work. Don't bring the attitude of laziness and being a sluggard to the workplace. Hmm? Resume in the morning. Everybody is on site. They are addressing you people. They are already standing like this. Once they look at you, they see tired. Every time they ask you, is everything okay with you? Say small. Why are you always having problems? Do you think people in this world don't have problems? They do. Joseph actually, Joseph actually was in prison for something he did not do. But you know what he asked the other man? Why are you sad? It means he wasn't sad. It means he wasn't sad. Are you following this now? Come on, I said, are you following this now? So have industry. Young people have industry. Hmm? Work. Don't wait for your fathers. Don't wait for your mother. Don't wait. If you come from school, there's something you can do. Do. If you need to learn a trade, come from school, eat, go learn a trade quickly. Don't wait. Don't just, especially if you're growing up from a home where you don't have enough resource. Even if you have enough resource, have industry about life. Don't be lazy. Don't run from work. And you know, if you grow up with the attitude of laziness, it affects anything you do, even in your old age. Come on, is somebody still in this service? Number, number 10. The ants are not easily discouraged. The ants are not easily discouraged. The ants are not easily discouraged. When a food part is broken, they quickly regroup and use another food part. If you quit any time you experience challenges, you'll never be successful. Have that mind of not quitting. You know there's a phrase that says winners never quit. And quitters never do what? 
I didn't hear you. Winners never quit, and quitters never what? They never win. Don't be easily discouraged. You started a business, it didn't work out. Find out why it did not work out and regroup. When the aunt have an obstacle in their food path, they regroup quickly and try another path. Don't be easily discouraged in life. Don't be easily discouraged in life. Are you hearing this? I said, are you hearing me? That thing called discouragement, it will destroy your potentials. You've applied. You say, oh, I've applied for a job. How many places? Ten places. I'm tired. You can't be tired. Keep applying. Keep working. Don't give up easily in life. You will not succeed. There are many things you will try. Today, when I go on missions, you know, my first mission trip to Cameroon, I'll tell you. Was it the first? No, that wasn't the first. Uh, maybe the third. I went, then, how many of you know of this airline? Very quickly, Bellevue. Bellevue Airline. You, you, you knew of Bellevue before. I had bought the ticket four months ahead with Bellevue to go to Cameroon. I got there and realized the airline was not flying. That's when they closed down. No notice, nothing. I had gone to Lagos. And I had a three-week mission to Cameroon. I was just starting out then. So, I now went, we now went to their office the next day. Then I saw one lady crying there. The lady... Praise God. I saw a lady crying there. Uh, her husband-to-be was in the UK. Only one flight came from the UK down to Nigeria, right? And that was the last flight before the airline would close completely. The husband was not there and their wedding was Saturday. When I saw the lady crying, I knew there was no hope. I mean, there is, there is no hope. Do you understand? Because if they want to... So I just told myself. So I called my dad. And uh, then the meetings are started. I called my dad. And he said, so what are you going to do? I said, I'm in Lagos, Cameroon. I will go. I went to the next airline, checked how much was ticket. So I called him. I said, okay, I want to go to... How much can you give? <laughs> so my dad gave me some money. I called a couple of my friends. I said, hey, I have to go on this mission. And then, I mean, a couple of my friends came somewhere, somewhere, and then I bought the tickets. I was three, four days late, went on the mission. That was when uh, President Boyer, uh, uh, President Beer, their president, was coming to Douala, and because he was coming, they shot the link road from Douala to Yaoundé. There were no public transports, it was only private cars going, and we had to preach in Yaoundé. And my friend, Marvin, he's in the U.S. now. He said, oh, he's not far. We can drive it. We had one car. We didn't know that the headlamps were not working. Then we entered the road. This guy drove and drove and drove and drove until it was late in the night. The mother was calling us. She was, she, the woman was, we had to switch off the phone. We just said, don't worry, our battery is gone. We, we, we'll be fine. I mean, he's driving, he'll be looking like this, I'll be looking like that. I'll say, you are entering the booth, go left, go left. I mean, we would look for a car that has a bright light. And that, and I, we just told the people, say, no matter what, we're coming for this meeting today. 
arrived the meeting when it was 15 minutes to the end of the conference. I taught for 10 minutes. So one of the best 10 minutes, most anointed messages I've ever taught. Both the frustration and the anointing of the whole tree got in. But that's what it means not to give up. You can go there, ah, they are not flying. You don't go home. Oh, I can't go. No, you must have an attitude about life that I can't give up. Especially if it's something that God has sent you to do, you don't give up. Oh, nobody is supporting me. Support yourself. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. And he says, should I pursue? And, David, and God says, pursue. Have that attitude about life. Stick through it. Praise God. I said, praise God. Have that attitude about life. Don't give up. You're learning something. You're not getting it. Stretch your mind. Don't quit. The last thing. The ants know how to share. When they, when they found tra- trails of food, when they, when they found trails of food, they, they leave, when they find food, they leave traces so that others can find that roadmap. Live an empowering life. In fact, one of the stories I was reading about the ants is they have two stomach. You know, they have one where they used to feed themselves and the other ones from which they share from. I'm still reading that. Not, need to find out how accurate that is. But understand empowerment. The highest level of giving is not just giving people money, it's empowering them. This person you're always giving money, can they learn a trade? Can you share your wisdom? Do you have a book that has blessed you? Can you share with your friends? Do you have a tape? Do you have a message? If the message we teach here is blessing you, why don't you share it? Learn to share in life. There is enough abundance to go around. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Develop uh, an empowering mindset. You don't need to have a lot of money to empower someone. Sometimes it's counsel. Sometimes it's wisdom. Sometimes it's guidance. Come on, are you following me? A successful people always think empowerment. You always think sharing. What can I share? Can I share an information with this one? It doesn't always have to be money. You know, right from school days, we're almost taught not to share. You know, the intelligent people, when you ask them, have you done your assignment? They say no. They've done it. Because they want to submit it secretly so that everybody will fail. You know, so from a, from a young age, we take pleasure in the failure of others so we can be the only one successful. And you find it today. Many people know what to help others. They keep it to themselves. Because they want to be the only big person around. So everybody will come around them. Because sometimes we take a sense of significance from people hanging around us instead of taking a sense of significance from doing what? Empowering people. You know what Jesus did? He says, hey, if I go, it is better for you. Because when I go, then I can come in the form of the Holy Spirit and be in every one of you and empower you and share this power. And share it to everyone. Share it to every believer. That's why he says, you lay hands on the sick and it'll reco- you, they'll recover. He wasn't talking about pastors, he's talking about every believer. The Holy Ghost is in you. The same Holy Spirit in me, it's in you. God shared his riches. God shared his salvation. An empowering life. Have that mindset. Some of you have more clothes that you can ever wear. Why don't you share? Hmm? You have more shoes that you can ever use. Why don't you share? You have knowledge. Share. There are young boys around you, around your compound. Take a hold of them. Share the gospel with them. Share the truth of God's word with them. Hallelujah. Come on, are you blessed? 
Are you blessed? Alright, we're going to continue. I think all through this school of wisdom, I'm going to teach on thought patterns. I think so. Thought patterns for successful life. So we'll do part three on Sunday. Uh, and then we'll learn about another animal that the Lord asks us to learn from. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for everyone in this service. That in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God is made available to them for increase. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.